episode 246. We're here in 2023 on Elon Musk's epic Twitter. I'm Lucy and I've just finished posting my daily quota of posting like a sir memes. With me here is my good online friend Andrew, who is busy deleting any old tweet which implied that Elon Musk has a South African accent or referred to Grams, which is now a banned word on Twitter.com. Hey Andrew, how's it? <laughs> don't, don't. He's gonna hear. He's gonna hear. Is he gonna I don't hear? Want that. How am I ever gonna get to uh, Mars as a Mars slave if he sit- finds my old tweets? You know, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Apparently now he's like, uh, people who can't afford to go to Mars will be able to go there and work off the debt. <laughs> Did he really say that? Yep. That's so cool. Indentured Mars servitude. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that's Intergalactic so indentured servitude. That's that awesome. Rules. Where do you so think good. Mars is? Uh, one of the galaxies. Okay. <laughs> uh, by intergalactic, I mean inside, inside this galaxy. Inside the one galaxy. Intra, intergalactic. <laughs> yeah, from part of this galaxy to another part of the galaxy. <laughs> yep. Joining, joining us also is my good online friend, Ben, who was just finishing up his quota of daily tweets stating that apartheid was actually freaking epic. Oh. Ben, don't you wish that you had a Tesla vehicle so that it could drive you directly into a brick wall, killing you instantly? I do, but I can't afford the one that has the the directly driving into a brick wall functionality. I have to drive myself into a brick wall. You're going to drive yourself. Yeah, that's rough. It's a real shame. It's like a status thing. My friends are like, oh, you have to crash your own car? (laughs) (laughs) I see times are tough. It's like when you text someone and the the message comes up green. It's basically the same. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, he crashed his own car. Oh, yuck. Yuck. Weird. Disgusting. Uh, also here is our fellow podcaster and good online friend, Devin, who has been jailed for their many crimes against our Lord Elon, namely tweeting that PayPal is gay. <laughs> Devin, welcome to Punta Vista. Keeping in mind that you will face the death penalty for answering this incorrectly, uh, which do you find more epic? Bacon or funding child labor in the Democratic Republic of the Congo? <laughs> I think the true epic thing to do is to to fund the the coup in Bolivia a couple of years ago. I think that's sick, nasty. Yeah. Um, I think that's really epic and cool. And that's I'd like weird. to just just apologize that's right now weird. for posting that picture of him with the PayPal thing where he's like still balding. Um, he looks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He looks fucked up. It's so God weird. Damn. He looks so old. We can only say this on podcast now. The only free speech mm. platform that's left. Mm. That's right. That's right. It's, a, it's pretty cool how lots of people think that Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter and make it free speech town. Mm. Yeah. I think that's going to work out for everyone. I- a man who famously takes praise vi- uh, criticism very well. <laughs> well. He's also clearly not taken praise well either because... He he's had like however many years of nerds telling him that he's Iron Man and uh, he's become absolutely insane. Mm. The human yeah. psyche was not meant to have like more than like one person tell you that you're good uncritically. Yeah. Like your mum maybe or a, a a friend that G's you up. You can have that and you can be psychically healthy, but more than one and you you turn into Elon Musk. It's a shame. People Apple's telling the him that those jokes are funny. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you, you trained an AI from being like, we, we trained an AI only on reading Reddit posts. 
I just I remember that one time that he he like posted a picture of Two B from Near Automata, and everyone was like, "Elon, could you please like credit the artist here?" And he got so mad about it for like three days. He was like, "No," and then he tweeted, "I don't think anyone should ever credit artists." Just <laughs> 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 like, yeah, man, fucking damn right, damn right. I think yeah, that's that, like what's cool about Elon Musk is that like I think that he is a true reactionary but in like a very apolitical way it's totally free of ideology it is simply if anyone gets mad at me i now hate the thing that they like yeah and i love the thing that they hate Hmm. uh that that's kind of it that seems to be the extent of his of his ideas (laughs) about pretty much anything other than making money but like with the with the um hey bring back free speech on Twitter thing, I keep sort of finding myself going, well, it, it hasn't really seemed to work out for, like, Gab and Parler and Truth Social and all the How other platforms you. that were like, we're not going to be... It's working out for Truth. Truth <laughs> <laughs> is a great gonna... place to post right now. Yeah? Is, is, is Truth Social the one where... Which is the one that Trump said he was going to... That's Trump's one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one where he said, I'm going to be on there all the time, and he's done, like, one post. That's right. He's like done ever. one post saying, your president will be here soon. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> that rules. But, like, Gab and Parler and stuff, when they said, we're not going to censor anything, and it immediately turned into, like, the, the Nazi uh, pedophile sex crime island. Yeah. And they went, oh, maybe... Maybe not as much of that stuff, guys. Like, oh, I thought this was a safe Oh, you space. love free speech, but you hate pedophilia? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I strongly suspect that if Elon Musk does manage to go through with uh, buying Twitter, he's going to say, put an edit button on there and don't, don't ban uh, any, any gropers who post uh, Lolita stuff if they are fans of me Mm. and it won't work out great and then he'll get bored of it after like three months and sell it and lose like 20 billion dollars yeah perfect i mean he's already losing a shitload of money off this because he he bought it by Mm. putting up tesla stock as the collateral like five times as much as he needed which is very funny funny. Uh, because that sort of implies that both the banks and him agree that it's worth about a fifth of what it's at (laughs) Um, and then he's immediately tanking it already. It's perfect. It's ideal. Yeah, he's already wiped like $100 billion off the, the price of Tesla stock, hasn't he? And doesn't Something. Twitter make like no money? No money. Oh, God, makes <laughs> How no the money. hell would you make money off Twitter? <laughs> Jesus. But the, well, the Twitter awful... Blue, which we're all, yeah, uh, we all pay for. Right? Oh, yeah. You can yeah, super yeah. follow me on Twitter. If you... <laughs> yeah, uh, no, Twitter makes no money and... Uh, he he offered like forty percent more than it's valued at, which is another smart business move. Mm-hmm. Um, all for the power of spite. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think the Onion really nailed it uh, with that Elon Musk uh, editorial, which was titled "Please Like Me." <laughs> <laughs> just just paragraphs of him saying, uh, "I I don't like that thing unless you do." In which case, it's my favorite. It's just, it's so insane that, like, you can become this rich and this influential and we still have, like, a direct line to your neuroses. Like, I remember there was this really good month 
like this would have been I don't know seven or eight years ago where the not that famous actor Stephen Dorff got Twitter and he only had like a thousand followers and he would just get very drunk and like post really bad photos of his food when he was drunk and be like how are you guys doing and then you'd chat to Stephen Dorff and you'd be like alright that makes sense I love, love that, that we've created this line to celebrities. It's the only good thing that Twitter has ever done. That's so but good. Like, it, it checks out a little bit for me there when you're like, okay, you've not reached a massive level of fame. You don't have a PR person handling this. Whatever. You're Stephen Dorff. You get drunk on Twitter. That's cool. And then eventually he did get too famous to be able to keep doing that. <laughs> but that's never happened with Musk. He's <laughs> like being like, I hate pronouns while he's... <laughs> partner is You're like so can please you stop. turn your phone please off you could just be being massaged <laughs> like, while getting your dick jacked off at the same time Holy and fuck. instead you're posting you could be getting a hand job where every stroke of the hand job is from a different person they're like <laughs> rotating in and out that's true like you, you could do a conga line like, running past yeah. yeah you could be, be good, doing man. literally anything like you I could think, be like, crushing no, Lamborghinis you- into each other Hold on, come back to the hand job because what <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay, fair enough. What, look, see, I'm I'm picturing what you would need. Oh, this is tricky because they got to move past you, but they've also got to be kind of synchronized. Yeah, but I'm move getting past a mental image of like as well. You, you know, like well, the old you know the you. old Hollywood movies where where the camera goes down the I'll side of the pool first. as a row of ladies all, yeah, 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 all yeah. tip down Absolutely. and dive in. I want that kind of mechanical precision, <laughs> but. Yeah, <laughs> I was picturing kind of a sorcerer's apprentice situation. <laughs> Just a, yeah. yeah, maybe they're all on like a one of those small trains that they have at zoos, you know. Yeah. Everybody going past. Yeah. You, you ever seen uh, footage of uh, people driving in railway spikes where it's like three guys with mallets and oh, like they perfectly oh, synchronize? So yeah, mm. tink, tink, something like that tink, is tink. happening, but obviously there's. Maybe two lines of people moving past you in opposite directions, and then as one is lifting their hand off, the next one's, you know. But See, not that. Like I posting th- on Twitter instead of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, what, right. yeah, yeah, that's what he's giving up. Oh, <laughs> it's not a great trade deal. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Uh, speaking of Musk, sometimes a thing is sprayed on you that leaves a strange <laughs> scent. <laughs> this, of course... Brings us to our regular segment, Mystery Liquid. Mystery Liquid, can't tell what colour it is with a slick oily sheen. What could it mean? Mystery Liquid, I see some goop that is forming a pool on the floor. Who is it for? I'm gonna taste the Mystery Liquid. I'm gonna taste the mystery liquid. This comes to us from Cycling Weekly. Uh, <laughs> Florian Seneschal believes Paris Rubai spectator sprayed him with urine. Believes. Mm. This is an important mm. thing. Big, big, I want to believe poster up in this guy's place. <laughs> it's not a UFO, though. It's not a UFO. It's a spray bottle full of piss. This guy's a piss truther. <laughs> Florian Seneschal claims a fan poured urine on him while he was riding Paris-Roubaix on Sunday after being sprayed with a pungent liquid with just over 25 kilometers left in the race. I gotta hear about the color. What color was it? 
at the point where you're getting piss like sprayed on you by this guy, I wouldn't refer to them as a fan at that point. <laughs> I think that's an enemy. <laughs> yeah, it could have been a fan of a I'm different rider. Really big a fan. Hostile observer. <laughs> Huge fan of me. <laughs> the quick step alpha vinyl rider believes a spectator threw a mixture of urine and beer on him as he was exiting the 1.3 kilometer Siswang Aborgel cobbled sector. Dampening Seneschal's spirits further as he questioned why someone would do such a thing. <laughs> it also dampened him just generally. <laughs> I can only believe if you say someone threw a mixture of urine and beer, you got to have tasted it, right? It's <laughs> a but really also, specific mixture. Like, how else yeah. are you making that call? If you've mm. been drinking beer. Surely your piss is a mixture of urine yeah, and beer. That's just, yeah, that's but true. Yeah, listen. Mm. Yep. Uh, I remember getting into an extended argument with somebody once about uh, like drinking water, right? And how <laughs> okay. you don't need to do it. Yeah, fluid and that. For cowards and <laughs> but like the thing that we were talking about was whether or not you drink something when you drink something like uh, beer, whether you are consuming any water. Whether you like if you if you drink something that is water with other stuff added to it, and they're like, "No, now you're not drinking water." And what I was the like, fuck? "Well, there's there's water, and then there's the other stuff." And I'm drinking it. And they're like, "No, the other stuff is in it. It's totally counteracting all the effects. You're not drinking water." And I was like, like, "Whether you are your body has like a track switcher that goes, yeah. oh, hey, wait a second. There's some hops and some yeast in this water oh, coming oh, in.' Well, oh, you are, no. but it's dehydrating you. You gotta yeah. you gotta have some water with your beer." Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. but like you still, there's still water in the beer that you drink. There's water in it. Thank you. This guy knows what's up. Mm. <clears throat> I, I'm sort of on. I think you're not getting the effects of the water, or the alcohol. Not hundred like percent. It's not physically 100%. there, but it's not spiritually it's there. In there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Quote: I was riding with Alexander Christophe at the exit of Siswan. Seneschal told <laughs> Lavoie du Nord. I feel something splash on my arm. I think it is beer, but I actually smell <laughs> it's urine. There, I am totally demoralized. I don't understand how we can do that. End quote. Yeah. I think we touched on this a little bit in the uh, story we did a little while ago about people throwing uh, traffic cones into a river in America where they're like, mm -hmm. why would anyone do this? Oh, it is fun. I Feels think good. it's just, this is really a, why would anyone do this? Because you can, yeah, you know? That's right. It's not a complex psychological phenomenon. Uh, society tries it. to shackle us at every turn. It does. You mm. know? And every now and then people have to find a way to break free, to do something that society says, hey, you're not really meant to do that. You shouldn't put piss on hey, top level cyclists. Don't put any piss on the elite athlete. I don't think they did. I'm going to say it. Beer smells a little bit like piss. I think there's a being really dramatic. You reckon it was just beer? beer. Was just I think it was mm. just beer. What's this guy's star sign? <laughs> <laughs> Can we find this out? Yeah, it was probably a date. Yeah, it was probably... How many people um, called Florian Seneschal could there possibly be? Not that many. Sure. Uh, 10th of July. What does that make him? Is that a cancer? Sounds like a cancer yeah. behavior. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, real, real, real bitch made, guys. The, the cancer's <laughs> Absolute awful. bitch move. Uh, despite finishing 13th, 
This incident further compounded the misery Seneschal felt on the cobbles on Sunday. Well, riding over cobbles is going to make you fucking miserable, bro. That's so European. Get some pavement. (laughs) (laughs) Pavement or... Invest in some pavement, idiot. We've had smooth roads for like 80 years now. Yeah, fuck Europe. (laughs) Get some smooth roads or do the race in a car, you know? Maybe a four by four. Mm. <clears throat> the Frenchman seemed in a strong position with less than 50 kilometers left to go in the race, riding near the front of the pack as he came into the Monza Pavilla sector. However, an attack by Wout van Eert. Oh, we got a fucking Dutch in the mix. <laughs> Fuck yes, baby. It left Seneschal and a few other riders playing catch up to the Belgian. As the action intensified, Seneschal unfortunately crashed as he attempted to keep pace, losing his grip and balance on the treacherous cobbles. Sounds like the piss wasn't really to blame for this performance. Yeah. I think it was the falling off the bike. It's just blaming this. Uh, It was the piss. It wasn't the cobbles. It was the (laughs) wee-wee. This man's just refusing to take his L. Disgraceful (laughs) behavior. No honor. Excellent. So it, it's hard to tell though. I would really like to know. Oh yeah, okay. So so he was. Uh, yeah, the piss the piss happened halfway through his decent performance with fifty kilometers left to go in the race. It's hard to say what having a mystery liquid thrown on you would do to your mental state in this kind of mm-hmm. situation. I think we can all agree that he is weak. Yes, absolutely. Wout van Aert and Stefan Kung. Joined Van Baal on the podium with Seneschal disappointed at the multiple incidents he was involved in during the race, especially the mystery liquid poured over him by a spectator. <laughs> Did it Is really say mystery liquid? Did you Google I mean, I don't want to. I'm not going to pull back the curtain here and tell you how I find these stories, but I will say, <laughs> searching for the exact phrase "mystery liquid" is part of the process of finding mystery liquid stories. That's fair. I suppose it would help, huh? That's fair. It doesn't come up often, actually. I was quite chuffed to see this one. You know, sometimes you're speaking about uh, things that make you fall over on a road. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what we're okay. doing right now. That's what yeah. we're doing right now. Yeah. And of course, this would be the perfect time to smoothly slide into a segment known as the Tipping Report. I'm itching for another edition of the Tipping Report. Has, ben, i got to ask, has this completely replaced the shipping report in your oh, no. heart at this no, no, point? No, no, we still do both. Okay. Um, you know, it depends what's more exciting on a given week. Uh, the tipping report, obviously, <laughs> what, if this what is involves, your... What involves more deaths on a given week? No, these are both deaths-free. I want to stress that... No, I'm sorry. I mean, I know yeah. that the segments themselves oh, that sure, we right, present yeah. are death-free. I'm saying as you are going through the shipping news and the trucking news... Yeah. Maybe you will lean towards which one had less fatal incidents. Fewer fatalities. Week. I will say uh, more injuries in the tipping report than there are in the shipping report, I have found oh, yeah. so far. To be fair, though, at sea, if you if you get injured at all, you're dead. Like, you're dying at mm. sea so often at, like, a 19th mm. century level, but still. Like, I don't understand what is happening out there. Yeah, well, the sea has not changed. The sea's since. brutal still. Yeah. She's still a big, wet bitch. Uh... Amen. But also, yeah, like a lot of the stories that we have about uh, shipping-related issues are like there was a fire on the boat. Yeah, or they they lightly yeah, or, collided with each other. 
Yes, Let's or pour some water on it. Yeah, or yeah, our yeah. shipping container. Shipping- the problem. It's all over the shop. Uh, or our <laughs> shipping container laden boat uh, bonked into something. Whereas, and-, and, and I don't want to be a downer. This segment is essentially a list of car accidents, <laughs> which is you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, not, they're bad. Not funny necessarily. Anyway, here we go. Uh, so I've decided to simplify the format of this mm-hmm. uh, this segment a little bit because I had to find different ways of phrasing the fact that a truck spilled somewhere. So I'm now <laughs> going to can I ask can I ask a question real quick? Yeah, yeah go for are we behind are we behind the curtain right now? Because it feels like we're behind the curtain. No, have you, this pu- is... have you pulled back the curtain? I'm, I'm fluttering the curtain a little bit. Mm. But it's to explain the way that I'm about to present this information to you. I'm going to simply give you. Uh-huh. A substance and a location. Right. And Thanks. what's implied is that a truck spill put that substance at that location. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Out of respect, tru- I'm not looking back at the at the open curtain. Please don't. Yeah, I'm just I'm <laughs> and you could. dead ahead. It's no, no. Private, very private. private. We appreciate that you're not. Yeah. A truckload of white paint on Kelly Avenue in Edmond, Oklahoma. That's uh that's no good. That's yeah, very good. it got you know, all it got all over people's cars as well, <laughs> uh, and people did not like that. You know when uh you know when you see like just on a random street somewhere that you know someone has dropped a tin of paint off the back of a Ute or something like that. That's their oh, favorite. It's always so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's proper, never proper splatter. It's there forever. Now imagine a truckload. Uh, one bucket of glue on the San Mateo Hayward Bridge in California. <laughs> that could cause some I drama. Love, I yep. love that shit because that's not a crash. That's just like one bucket has yeah, it, fallen it fell off, off the back. back. Yeah. Oh, so good. But it could cause chaos. Basically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but like car combat game chaos of like the person behind you suddenly oh, yeah. loses. You know. Yeah. This is like a Mario Kart level of driving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. Opposite of like an oil slick on a James Bond car or some shit. Mm. Uh, cooking oil on the M25 between, and uh, tell me if I'm pronouncing this right or wrong, uh, South Mims and Enfield. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah. Yep, that's correct. Those are the two normalist British on... place names, though. So Yeah, that's where someone in fake taxi is driving to. Where so you South are Oh, I got to get to South Mims, but I forgot me purse. <laughs> oh, I reckon we can work something out, love. Christ <laughs> alive. I've got to get in a big Tesco before it closes. <laughs> I, uh, oh, can I come back there with you, love? Oh. I've seen like two fake taxi stickers on the back of cars recently where I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Do you think that you're the fake taxi? Yeah. Is that yeah. what What's they mean? the end game here? Yeah. Just like, just, you know, don't be ashamed of porn. That's fine. That's natural, whatever. Don't put it on your fucking car, you creep. Mm. Get a sticker that says real taxi. <laughs> and then yeah. just, see, just see if you can work something out. Yeah, know? I think that actually there might be a lot of regulatory <laughs> issues. Some <laughs> issues with that one. <laughs> yeah. You can't get a sticker that says the, uh, the cab that trades sex for fares. Well, that's a free speech issue that we should take up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> tell Elon about that. Uh, I, I will say that mm-hmm. a, a truckload of cooking oil, that will produce a much more Mario Kart-like effect. Yeah, that, that's, oh, that's a recipe for silliness, for mm. automotive silliness. <laughs> Notoriously uh, yeah. non-fatal automotive silliness. <laughs> Hijinks are on the fucking horizon when you're spilling oil. Let's go. 
Um, Corsol 2000 on uh, US Highway 59 near the Big Jake restaurant at Moscow, Texas. Moscow, Texas. Yeah, yeah. and I bet you, I fucking bet you they pronounce it like Moscow. Oh, they I'm willing to bet so bad. Uh, I, I just wanted to find out. Uh, Corsol 2000. Yeah, what's is, that? Is I don't know oil. what that is. It's a compound. Oil. Yeah, I also immediately Googled. <laughs> Corsol oil. series oil. It offers a low pour point, good solvency, and color stability. Yep. Oh, nice. One of the many benefits of Corsol 2000. <laughs> Thank you now, to the sponsor of this week's show, Corsol 2000. Uh, Big Jake's Barbecue, on the other hand. Oh, how many restaurants are there called Big Jake's? Well, there's only yeah, one what? big... It's Big Jake. Restaurants, Big not yeah. Big Jake's. There's it's like no a Ruth's possessive Chris there. situation. So, yeah, it's a Ruth's oh, Chris situation. <laughs> but, there's, but there's a Big Jake's Western Dive in Moscow, Texas. Wait, does he have two? Does he have oh a bar God. and a restaurant? Maybe they're using Big in the same way that you say Big Tobacco. This is Big Jake. He is the industry <laughs> in Moscow, Texas. Big Jake's, Moscow, Texas. All right, what's on the menu? That's what I want to know. You, all right, you peruse that. I'm going to keep going with this. Yeah. Uh, 16 cows on Interstate 80 near Joliet, <laughs> Illinois. Oh, did like they was this They're tipping? They like spilled or they yeah. spilled well, they lived. The cows survived. Oh. Incidentally, Lucy, I don't know. This is a fun bit of trivia, but the last time I saw you in person, uh, mm. before I got into Chicago, where we where we hung out, I went to Joliet in Illinois. That was the, the last stop off I had. I did a little walking tour of the Joliet Ironworks, and was then it I nice? drove in Chicago. That, no. sounds, that sounds pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very boring, actually. Uh, but it was. I, I did that. Well, yeah, sixteen cows. Uh, the cows lived, which is that's that's nice. good to know. So, um, at Big Jake's, it seems like it seems like it is <laughs> oh, Big sake. Jake's. Big Jake. Big Jake's oh. Western Dive, Moscow, yeah. Texas. Right. Uh, but the Western Dive is very small. Um, they they're doing a much better price on pancakes than we are because we talked about the pancake parlor recently. Yeah. Oh, pancakes in America, you're getting a great deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Check here, out America if you're looking yeah. for pancakes. Here we're like th- <laughs> three pancakes with nothing on them. That will be thirty Australian dollars. Yeah, that's what we like to say to people. Uh, at Big Jake's, you can get three eggs, choice of one meat. Hash browns, two pancakes, <laughs> or a biscuit with gravy for nine ninety five. Oh, that's good. a deal. That's not too bad and at all. Deal. And when they say your choice of one meat, you name any animal. <laughs> any name fucking one. meat, baby. <laughs> Anything. Uh, you can get pancakes, stack of three, $5. That is so much more reasonable, you know. They got one of those weird American zoos out back, and you can just peruse that. Yeah. Any meat. Have you got any sloth? <laughs> oh, look. Oh, we got sloth. Uh, you can get yourself... Sloth Four pieces of fried quail served with ranch dressing for ten ninety five. But is that real? Quail with ranch. <laughs> you can get uh, fried frog legs tossed in crystal hot sauce. And Shit! Honey. They, okay, oh, they do French just have cuisine? meats. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? They just got meats in this fish. God damn! What the you fuck? can get a a cup of crawfish étouffée. Oh. Why are they doing French cuisine? Is this like East Texas? Where is, is there this? A bisque? It's a dish found in both Cajun and Creole cuisine. Yeah, there we go. You can also get yourself fried pickles with ranch. Uh, mountain oysters. What is a mountain oyster? Uh, is that a testicle? Yeah, isn't that a testicle? 
That's, that's uh, sheep's testicles, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Rocky bulls, Mountain. Bulls, Rocky Mountain oysters or mountain yeah. oysters or meatballs, also known as prairie oysters in Canada. Oh, bull testicles. Yeah. <laughs> or in French, animals. Yeah, shove that on my fucking pancake. Why not? There you go. Um, you can also get American chicken fried... Cuisine, baby. You can get chicken fried steak, uh, chicken fried pork, or chicken fried chicken. What does that mean? Uh, you can just chicken call fried it steak like a is the fucking best. It's oh, so good. Really good. I've been yeah. meaning I've been meaning to do chicken fried steak again. Um, you can get yourself a chicken fried steak sandwich basket. What's in the basket? All right. That's bacon a series of words. Basket. Oh, you get a basket with a sandwich in it, and they put fries in the basket too. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was no. like a basket made out of a sandwich. That know? would be insane. Insane. That, that, would, that, be, would, that no would be no reasonable cool. person would read those words and think that. Be pretty cool to me. Uh, chicken fried steak sandwich basket with fries, nine ninety five. You just can't beat that value. Get yourself down to Big Jake's Western Dive. And you know Moscow, that the waiters working there are getting paid the federally mandated so minimum wage, two dollars <laughs> fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. That's why pancakes. That's are so right. Cheap. You got a tip for those testicles, baby. Oh, you want to pay more <laughs> for your pancakes? You can get yourself a sixteen ounce uh, ribeye steak for twenty eight ninety five. Ask for a larger steak upon request. Two dollars per additional ounce. Now that's just fucking that's business. Fucking decent. That's decent. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going I'm taking myself down to Big Jake's Western Dive. Now I've got um I've got two more things here on the tipping report. Mm-hmm. I have a load of raw chicken in downtown Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Mm. <gasps> You're gonna mm. get salmonella. That's no good. That's no what? good to me. Yeah, if you eat it. Yeah, don't eat yeah. it. Though. That's free chicken, baby. That's free chicken. How soon have I come across the chicken? You know, uh, I did. Like, <laughs> you were hit seconds? by the raw chicken truck. <laughs> I, um, I I took some some frozen chicken thighs out of the freezer yesterday, and I like because I, I was going to do something with them for dinner, and I put them in the microwave and like started defrosting them in there. You left them in there, didn't you? Well, and then Elna went to Costco. And came home with like an easy dinner from Costco. And uh, this morning I woke up and went, oh, <laughs> fucking chicken's in the microwave still, isn't it? And I, I was like, it's good. It's good. It, it's, no. it's, it's getting yeah, towards me. Yeah, it's been microwaving you know? this whole time. I was like, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And um, oh. Oh, I, leave, I leave stuff out to defrost and it will be completely yeah, defrosted. But if it's cold, whatever. It's fucking fine. Uh, <laughs> this, I, I picked it up in the microwave and I was like... That is so room temperature. Well, yeah, because it was <laughs> it was warm, and then it was in a sealed small environment. <laughs> yeah, yep. That's basically the perfect environment for <laughs> bacterial growth. Actually, you've created is... like a fucking. <laughs> so inside of your microwave is the danger zone that is referred to as the temperature danger zone. <laughs> it's that. Uh, so I did something that I do not frequently do, which is I just pop that bad boy straight in the bin. Yeah, no, that's wow. fair. Saluted it on the way out. Sorry for wasting you $6 worth of chicken or whatever. Wow. You lived well. Reasonable. Uh, and finally, I have 250 kilos of weed on Interstate 70, west of St. Hell Louis, yeah. Missouri. Yeah, can I get a, Wait, can I a triangulated location on that? That's what we call it. Right? <laughs> you mean marijuana? I mean that sweet marijuana. 250 mm. kilograms. That's, that's so almost as much as Andrew much. grew <laughs> and then had stolen. <laughs> And that sounds like a small amount of weed to me, actually. Uh-oh. You have had weed one time in the last year, and it was at Andrew's house, and you hated it. <laughs> Made me feel very anxious, actually. 
I, I couldn't I couldn't tell because you didn't move for like six hours. That's how so. you know weed is good if you yeah. can't socialize with the people that you're spending time with. Is that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to talk Maddie into weed at the moment and no argument I have sounds good. Where I'm like, yeah. oh, it'll be great. You won't want to talk to me. We'll be too focused on what we're doing to enjoy it. Oh man, I got super high. Completely catatonic mm. off that fennel. Phenomenal. I think <laughs> Don't do what I did, which was obviously do that extremely repetitive task of packing posters while always a little bit high, which like I essentially okay, just like black sighted myself. <laughs> when you say you're microdosing canna butter, obviously I made I, some canna butter, right? And I, I was yes. trying to figure out what the the potency of it was. Yeah. Um, which the made... general rule of thumb is uh, the potency of every batch of cannabis you make is about three times as much as you think it is that, that is... is correct that's what i <laughs> um, found out while i was packing those posters for guilty as <laughs> um i i was i was uh explaining to somebody the other day probably my wife i was probably mansplaining to my wife oh. uh, we we're talking about how wow. like uh, i think for a lot of people if they very occasionally have weed but they do it in the specific context of I'm going to have a bit of weed and then be on this couch while the TV is on. It's very easy to just get like locked to the couch. Uh, and then it's like pretty exciting if you do something like go to the kitchen or take the bins out, you know, you're like, oh, look at me out here in the big open world. Yeah, that's uh, my whereas, go to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas what you should do is take yourself entirely outside of that context <laughs> and get really high. And then you're having an adventure, you know? Hmm. Oh, I'm trying to buy popcorn at the concession stand. <laughs> I'd oh yeah, I got I got very high and went to see the Northman with my friend. Was um, it good? It was so fucking good. It was very very good. Uh, I have been curiously watching the some takes roll in about like oh white supremacists like a movie about a buff viking so the movie must be white supremacists well no i think you'll actually find that's all on the grounds of david eggers's haircut uh, <laughs> yeah uh well i will dispute that on the grounds of his long and luscious eyelashes he sounds sexy mm. a man has got some everybody thinks he's british by looking at him which is fair i think he's got like a very he's got a very british look about him i mm -hmm. think what do you mean by that? Yeah. What's, <laughs> where are you going with this, pal? What are you, I what are you, it's a compliment. What are you driving at there, son? Just being... <laughs> Look. He looks like a swamp freak? That's fair enough. Like, I understand. <laughs> he looks like a pedophile. <laughs> but, then, but then you find out he's American and you go, oh, okay. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. But the cinema that I went to, uh, they had a sign-up that was like, olive oil popcorn. And I went, excuse Ooh. me? No, I love the olive oil popcorn. Did you go to the palace? It was at the palace. And then I went up and I said, I will have a popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I will have your largest popcorn and a Coca-Cola. <laughs> and this man has the nerve to turn around. He turned his whole body around, you know, 180 degrees. And he pointed, he pointed at the really large popcorn machine that was directly behind him and filling up my whole field of vision which was empty with its <gasps> light turned off and a big sign on the front that said, Popcorn machine is broken. Oh, Fucked. my God. 
and I went, <laughs> and uh, and then I went, I'll just take the Coke, and he went, we have Pepsi. It's the uh, worst experience. Oh, why don't I life. just kill myself in yes. front of you? <laughs> I said, make it Pepsi Max, for God's sake. Uh, so I took my Pepsi Max and my my bag of peanut M&Ms. Didn't have anything salty, though. Oh, you know? oh that olive oil popcorn's yummy. It's real yep. salty. The cinema was too small. Bad projection. Loved it. Had a great uh, time. Palace. Which location of Palace is this? <laughs> this was this was in the cinema district in Canberra. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Palace Cinema District, Canberra. You are uh, on blast. I should specify there is one cinema, and it's that one in that in that particular place. Uh, <laughs> cool. Okay. Had like had like a weird weird vibe going on with the projection, where like when um maybe you can explain to me what was happening here, Ben. Where when it was like uh full black on the frame, mm. there was like. A large sort of red patch in the middle of the screen. Oh no, I don't know. Uh, well, generally that might be just from some emergency lighting that's on the roof, and you were stoned and you had a hard time figuring out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but either way, I unironically had a fantastic time. Very good movie. Really, well, I'm glad it. that Bjork that wasn't was cool. Infused with irony for you. <laughs> nope. Uh, because, hey, if you're really high and you're out of the house, you're having an adventure, you know? They, the popcorn machine's broken. That's nightmarish, but okay. That's just, that's just you know, a little little bump on the road. It's a cobble on the long street of your piss-soaked journey, you know? Yeah. Oh, you really started like that was going to be the, the start of a segue, and then it seemed you... <laughs> I'm not. Where are you going with this? Oh no! <laughs> like three points. Talk about being, where being... I was like, I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm he's not... trying to gin up a segue, and then it just hasn't been. <laughs> I, like, oh, okay. you know, I was simply. I would have thought that you guys would understand at this point that I was simply trying to advocate for the joys <laughs> of being high in public. Sometimes I think that even mm. after all these years, you guys don't really know me. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Sometimes I think. We need to see someone about the state of our relationship. And who would we mm. see but Dr. Lucy? If you find that you are having a little relationship trouble Just to pick up your telephone and dial it on the double You call 1-800-317-5155 Now you're paging Dr. Lucy Yep, uh, this is, of course, uh, where we take complex interpersonal problems and we present them to our resident relationships doctor, Dr. Devin. Lucy. Uh, this is a post from the Reddit subreddit, uh, uh, Relationships Over 35, my personal oh, favourite. that's a new Ooh. one. <laughs> I haven't seen this one I've before. I've not seen this subreddit. You both have. I've done several stories from it before. Oh. Uh, but that's all right. I barely pay attention to me too. Uh, oh. This is... Um, we're going to go on a bit of a journey with this one. Okay. So, uh, we'll start here with the original post. Our relationship's over 35. <sighs> Embarrassing, quote, flowery incident with another male leaving behind a guilt feeling. That classic pickle. Mm-hmm. At my, brackets, 37, male, house, recently and not concentrating, I spilled flour on my friends, 48, male, suit trousers. All been there. Feeling embarrassed, I dusted it off, but really felt his privates in doing so. Hmm. I liked it. 
I am bi, married five years. I had never touched a male in that way before. He didn't seem to mind and made nothing of it. He is also married and bi. My wife, 38, female, knows I'm bi and accepts it as she is quite understanding. Our sex life has stopped since our son was born and have been told this can happen. I'm feeling guilty. I've been told by my wife that this can happen. (laughs) You mean this can happen like it happens when you spill flour on your friend's dick and then you? No, I think the thing that (laughs) he was told can happen is stopping having sex after a child was uh, a child has recently been born. That makes more sense. Uh, What is your take on this, please? No disrespectful replies, please. No disrespectful replies. This obviously has some hallmarks of. This is someone telling on themselves a little bit, right? You can sort of... Oh, yeah. They want someone to be mm. like, you know, yeah, you're into they it. They want someone to reply, you should fuck your friend. Yeah. You yes. should do it now. Yeah. That would he'll be, be cool. like, oh, well, I mean... I guess I must. I, I, I have to. Mm. It also has a slight air of someone who is getting uh, some form of sexual gratification from describing the incident. As well, well, I mean, we can all understand that. Uh, I'm just, I'm a little curious about the. Um, <laughs> my wife knows that I'm bi and accepts it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Lucy, you're a big maths head, mm. right? Yeah, married at first sight. Um, I think it was last year. The Elna's been watching a bi it for guy. a bit now. It was mm. by by guy and. Like, sometimes uh, when you watch a show like that, uh, a reality show on Australian network television, uh, you get a little window into how most people might just be acting out there in the world, you know? Yeah. So, like, you yeah, get, you get a slightly, slightly more normy view of the world. And the way that the entire cast of this show reacted to being informed... That this dude had had like less than a handful of sexual encounters with men at some point in the past. Yeah, they were psycho about it. They were all just like, like, oh, I'm totally fine with it. But then I was like, do you want to fuck that guy? Do you want to have sex with that guy? Oh, you saw the way as a man. Yeah, the way (laughs) way as a man, you sure you're not going to suck his dick? Yeah, yeah it, was, no. it was it was quite remarkable to see a group of like I assume twenty and thirty something year old Australians all act like it was the most fucking scandalous thing that <gasps> they'd ever heard. Bisexual, yeah. Bisexual, like attracted to two kinds of people. <laughs> uh, and and I th- in my memory, the the crux of the issue was this woman saying like. Uh yeah, well maybe we could be married, but what if he what if he gets the penis urge, and he yeah. has to have oh, his penis itch scratched? You know, is he is he gonna be able to go without the penis for the rest of his life? We all have it. That's what being married is. It's ignoring the yep. penis urge. Ignore the <laughs> penis urge. You know, all of it. What do you mean? <laughs> very very. We have strange. the technology now. We've, we we have can do the it. Technology. It's really easy. <laughs> So, so while I do look at that and think that it's funny to say my, my wife knows about my my condition, my calamities. Also, <laughs> yes, but here's then, the main but then, thing: if you spill flour, if you spill flour on someone's private parts, yeah. you do. You should not dust it off. You are not no, under you an obligation 
No. To dust that there's off an yourself? Area, like there's a line where it starts where if you've spilled the thing in that area, you are under no obligation to clean it anymore. I'm going to say navel to mid-thigh. Yeah. Disagree. I think if if you do spill flour on your homie's testicles um, and, and crotch area <laughs> through their pants or some shit, like you can dust it off, but what you need to do is make it such a hard hand motion that it can't be interpreted as sexual. You want to just yeah. really, the yeah. really back no of the hand out of that area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, he needs to be. He needs like to be flinching and pulling away. Like just yeah. <laughs> smack it like a swing. Carpet. You want to use the blade of your hand like you're karate <laughs> chopping, <laughs> and just that's really... the ideal scenario. Uh, yeah. Don't have any ambiguity there because um, it might lead to uh, what happened to this man. Now, I'm going to mm. read some other posts from this gentleman uh, and I'm oh. going to read them to you in reverse chronological order, just the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. So, this is a post he did in r slash relationship goals. Yep. An embarrassing incident with another male leads to a guilty feeling. This is a post in r slash relationships. An embarrassing incident with another male leads to a guilty feeling. In a deleted post in r slash relationships over 35, physical flowery contact with another male. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Now, all of the ones I'm about to read to you are all deleted posts from r slash relationships. Embarrassing encounter between guys. I feel guilty over physical contact with another male. Hmm. I am feeling guilty over physical contact with another guy. I did this on purpose. I am feeling guilty over innocent physical contact with another male. I am feeling guilty about an incident that happened with another male. Spilled flour on Fred's trousers and guilt. Guilt and spilled flour. Spilled flour causing guilt. Felt Fred due to spilled flour. Spilled flour. Spilled flour. Guilt over spilled flour. Guilt over spilled flour? That one has a question mark. Male, 37, spilled flour on a male friend's 48 trouser. Felt his penis on dusting it off. I liked it, though. Wife knows I buy and accepts that. Do I need to feel so guilty? And then I have one more for you. Uh, This one is posted in r slash jerkbuds. 37, male, bi, chubby, average size manhood. Looking for regular jerkmate on Snapchat. Similar age, no face, message username. My 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 wife is cool with it. Mm. Mm. So, my brother, just, just be bisexual. On, it's just, completely legal. You just jerk off with some guys. Like It's normal. <laughs> you don't need to do the flower pretense. That's my, so my many man. posts about just the flower. walking around with a fucking cup of flour. Just like, oh, oh, oh shit, sorry, bud. Let me just get oh, that for shit. you. I'm so sorry. Like, either, either your wife knows, <laughs> and this is like an understanding you have that is mutually beneficial to the both of you, or you're straight up cheating. But don't the flower thing is very silly. This is Every extremely night, frivolous. He's going home and she's like, "Honey, how's your day?" And he's like, "Oh, I, sp- I spilled flour on Steve again." You're not going to believe <laughs> so this. Embarrassing. You're not going to believe this. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I I also really enjoy that in his original post he says uh, that he spilled flour on his friend's suit trousers. Mm-hmm. Like these are some fancy fancy gentlemen, you know? They're like. Mm. Hey, yeah, uh, I immediately wanna... thought of it like as at a wedding or something. Like that <laughs> yeah. was what I had to mentally. I'm imagining. Um, hey, uh, looks our lunch break at work at the accounting firm. But uh, like, I just live around the corner. You want to come back to my place for lunch? Yeah, I right, make us a quick lunch. You get there. 
Oh, I better Oof, dredge oh, these pieces of fish with these handfuls of... Fl- oh! <laughs> Not again! Dust, 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 dust. <laughs> oh, no, dust, 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 dust. <laughs> I can't believe this game's happening. And dusting down, dusting up, dusting down, dusting, dusting up, down. and then increasing mm. the speed at which I'm doing that as your breathing seems to quicken. Dust hey, on, my dust wife off. is okay with this. My, my wife, wife is fine. loves this. <laughs> My, my wife she knows. No she knows how my deal there, where the eyes seem like they're moving. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is behind that painting, and she is loving this. Oh dear. So, uh, so do we? We think. I mean, I don't even know how you're spilling flour onto somebody's lap. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. some like context that's missing here that I would just love to have. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, uh, you see any weevils in this flower? Oh, I tripped. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know at what stage this is happening. What? How, why was your friend in a suit, and what did you need the flower for? Yeah, you making mm. fresh pasta on a business lunch? I will. Uh-huh. Uh, I will generally say, when I'm embarrassed about something, I don't usually make 35 separate Reddit posts about it, mm. asking for people to um, weigh in, you know? I will say, congratulations to him for finally finding the formulation of this post that didn't get deleted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he got there. Jesus Christ. He wanted this advice. Oh, he wanted someone so bad to be like, <laughs> not only is it morally right for you to go back and suck him off, but it's actually extremely <laughs> hot as well. <laughs> You should get. It's, you it should is a have moral been getting, imperative for you to do this. You should have been getting all the flour off of his suit pants with your tongue. You yeah, know, something a little damp. Foolish. We don't off. like to waste food. Hi, everybody. It's me. It's Theo. Now, I guarantee you, I'm more afraid of recording this promo than you are of listening to it. So, hear me out. If you haven't already, maybe check out our Patreon. It's a great way to support the show, and it gives us the ability to actually dedicate time to this thing. You'll get all of our bonus episodes, that's over 300 extra episodes in total, and we'll set up a feed over there with none of these promos, so you won't have to hear this ever again. You'll also get access to our Discord, uh, which honestly has turned into a a nice and funny place full of mostly normal people to hang out with. So that's patreon.com slash buntavista. Check it out. That's that's so true. That's so true. You know, I was dusting flour off of my friend's suit pants. And uh, after a minute, I was like, damn, there's something rigid and cylindrical in there. What are you (laughs) hiding? A lead pipe. With a lead pipe. She's mighty angry, ready to start a fight. With a lead pipe. With a lead pipe. He's an artist. This is the segment <laughs> in which we ask, Hey, what do you uh, awaken from a deep sleep thinking about crushing into smithereens with a lead pipe? What, or what stops you from going to sleep at night because you're so full of a white hot rage that you would happily pay money to destroy this object, person, or concept with a lead pipe? You know? <laughs> 
And uh, as is tradition, when we have a guest such as Devin, we're going to ask, oh. Devin, what would you murder with a lead pipe? This is, is such an honor to be asked this, because if you follow <laughs> me for any length of time on, on the good website, twitter.com, you will see that I have a great deal of hate in my heart for uh, <laughs> machines, robots of any, of any description. Uh, but f- for today's lead pipe list, I thought I would draw from a very personal source, which is children's TV characters from Britain. Oh. Uh, oh, anywhere man. between the 80s to the 2000s. So welcome to the you will have to Google all of these zone. <laughs> I'm ready. But, my my hands are prepared. I'd like to beat up Paddington with my fists. What? Why? No, he's that's, everyone's that's friend. uncalled for. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ. Wow. wow. Okay. Let's uh let's just crack right on in here. Um Macapaka from In the Night Garden. Oh fuck oh, that. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that guy. Get yeah. him out the of here. Fuck, fuck the entire fucking... night garden. I know sorry, they're about? British. I need to be clear that these are all British, so they're all Take gonna sound pipes? like this. Oh I've i I have seen more I've seen oh, more than my share no. of In the Night Garden. Now Ben mm-hmm. Ben, you might be just simply looking at an image of a character from the night garden and thinking, uh, fuck that's this. correct. I fucking yeah. hate this, right? Mm-hmm. But you really, you really aren't prepared for the sensory onslaught that is the actual show, because uh, there are a bunch of characters, and they pretty much all speak some type of gibberish. Macapaca, for example, his vocabulary solely exists of saying Macapaca. Is Macapaca uh-huh. a man? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I've assumed. Um, yeah, it sounds like the bit in the middle of <laughs> Tusk where they all go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, there's there's all of these like interstitial bits with uh, like a group of birds singing a song, and something about it is very out of tune, and it makes me want to kick a fucking hole in every door and wall in my house. That's right. Uh, so I hate it. I hate it very much. Uh, what are the other characters called? We've got uh, Upsy Daisy. Yeah, You've got Eagle Pickle on there. Yeah, I tried to <laughs> limit myself to, to one per show, and it needed to be Makapaka, but Eagle Pickle yeah, is fair. on thin fucking ice. <laughs> there's, also, um, there's also the pink, Pinky Ponk and Ninky Nonk. Yeah, the tom- which... The Tombly Brutals. <laughs> this disgusts me so much. It's really... It's fucked up. It's really fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. Um... Zippy from Rainbow. This is a puppet with a zip for a mouth, which oh, is existentially like terrifying. That sounds. That's very up. um. Oh, this is this is the uh, the kids show version of um, David Cronenberg's character from the movie Nightbreed. <laughs> that is a camel-colored yeah, gimp mask. That is what yeah, it, is. it is. Like it is, yeah. Uh, Jim from Rosie and Jim. Uh, Rosie's cool, she can hang. Uh, Rosie and Jim was a a show about two ragdolls living on a houseboat in the Birmingham canals. Um, (laughs) That come to life when they're left alone. And that is fucked to me. No. (laughs) By Jim. Look at the pictures of him and I do not like He looks like a pedophile. We can't confirm that, but I strongly believe it to be true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The talking head statue from Art Attack Did we 
Our, our art attacks were different, right? Did we get an Australian art attack? No, it was a British guy. Right? I can't remember. It was too long ago. No, I remember uh, this, this talking head. He's like a... This head, yeah, like Neil Buchanan's. Oh, Caesar no. statue. Yeah. He's like a little Roman bust. He's yeah, awful. I find that deeply unpleasant. No, thank you. Yeah, this huge, like, What's... rubbery bust that would just talk to you. Very intense oh. eyes. What's the, the... No, there's a, there's a different chain. one. There's a, a different... Mr. Maker, that's who I'm thinking of. I fucking hate Mr. Maker. Lead pipe, Mr. Maker. Mm-hmm. He's no Neil from Art Attack. <laughs> that's fair. Neil from Art Attack, of course. Uh, the lead singer of Massive Attack. <laughs> but yes, all, all, of the, uh, all of the characters from Mr. Maker and Mr. Maker himself can get the lead pipe, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Completely reasonable. Uh, Chaz from Morph, uh, the little white clay guy. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. He's always getting Morph into trouble. And he could fuck right off. I'm sick of him. Oh. Who the fuck? Oh, oh like I'm familiar Theo. with Morph. Yeah. yeah that's, exactly. uh, that's Theo. That's so fucked up. <laughs> I, w- I would never say such a thing about Theo. Especially while he's not going to listen to this episode. No, he, he won't. Theo posted won't. a picture in the chat today that was basically... Just like an- him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That is Theo. Oh, you can't just say that, Lucy. Oh. He's sort Chaz, of like... Chaz from... <laughs> say what you will about... Uh... <laughs> say what you will about Gumby. Uh... At least they've given him a sort of a shape that is unique and it's identifiable. You can recognise Gumby from a silhouette. This mm. is just like the <sighs> minimum effort you could do to make it a like humanoid-ish clay figure. This is all yeah, that's true. Well, because I, you know, like you said, Devin, I, I would need to search for these. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, and it immediately came up with Chaz and Morph, and they are identical yes. in every way other than the shade of brown that they are. Well, I don't that's, see that's right. Chaz is, is perfectly white, um, and he is yeah. evil. Chaz, disgusting cracker. Stop right. myself short of saying that's right there. I don't know if that's right or not. <laughs> no, Actually, I, I, right. Uh, yeah, I can't say it. for okay. sure that that's right. So that's right. Chaz is an awful honky and we'll mm-hmm. just, yep. That's right. Uh, yeah. Just another one that I've, I've just put in here for what I think the, the pipe feel will be good. Uh, Burke from Trapdoor. He's oh, just this yeah. big blue yep. clay yep. guy. I think it would be great fun. I think he uh, might have actually come up before as uh, uh-huh. the object of someone's eye, or at least the various clay creatures from beneath the trapdoor have certainly mm-hmm. been the target of someone's oh, pipe before. That would be Don't a great pipe feel, I open think. Open that trapdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the, the <laughs> pipe would just would just thunk right into the clay, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another clay guy, everyone knows this lad, uh, Pingu's dad. Sick okay. of him. Mm. He's wow. he's absolutely disrespectful. He's always yelling at Pingu. I appreciate Pingu's always getting into hijinks, but mm-hmm. you know, you There's know no who Pingu's to... dad is. Pingu's mm-hmm. dad is uh, is Clay Penguin Frank Costanza. Yeah, screaming at his okay. son at every opportunity, embarrassing him, making his life. I think harder. Pingu kind of deserves it. I think Pingu is a wayward it? child, and this is simply. Pingu's dad being like, hey, mate, can you cut that shit out? I'm on well, Pingu's dad's side. Okay. That's are you guys, fine. are you taking umbrage well, with Pingu's Lucy. dad's parenting style? Like, I'm do you taking think umbrage be... with Pingu's dad's parenting style. Well, Lucy, wow. Lucy, I would, I would say to you 
Tarindi Costanza uh, in the Costanza metaphor, neither child nor father is blameless. They both okay. kind of suck and scream okay. at each other all the time. All right. you know? That is true. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld lately. I, I have to. I went, I went on Master Domain recently and I've just gone hooked on the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, except you go on, you're like, I'm here to talk about Seinfeld. And they say, no, <laughs> no, not. no. And they say, <laughs> And they say, never seen it. Mm. Wonderful. Um, yeah, no, good show. Okay, Pingu can, mm-hmm. Pingu as well then, fine. Just in terms of like having a fair a hand balance. on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an adult and a child to make sure you've yes. fully rounded that out I, yeah. I will leave Pingu's mum both widowed and childless <laughs> um, with nothing and, but the barren wastes of Antarctica she has a younger son as well right? There's like oh a, the, the infant that's right wee yeah. Pingu. Yeah. Uh, Zebedee from the Magic Roundabout um, mm-hmm. now this, this comes with a, a caveat the, the original series of the Magic Roundabout a lot of them are very nice looking, apart from Zebedee, but the the fucking like animated show, the film, all of their designs are horrid. So from the oh. film, every single oh. character from the Magic Roundabout, apart from the that? show, it's just Zebedee. This appears to have the same Ze- level Zebedee. of uh, animation quality as something akin to Veggie Tales. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Veggie Tales vibes, yeah. Mm, upsetting. No, yeah, but... like if if you look at Ermintrude from like the the magic roundabout where she's like a puppet, fantastic vibes, wonderful lass, just a cow with a hat, little smile on her face. If you look at Ermintrude mm. from the fucking like film, horrible, so many teeth, stood Awful. on two legs, unacceptable to me. Technology should not have gone this far. <laughs> no. That's right. I don't think. Um, any any of the boobers? Now I'm gonna give you a spelling for that one. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that very much. Which is uh, B-O-O-H-B-A-H. Um, oh, these guys fuck are, that. Oh, I'm swinging these younger. I remember these. <laughs> these guys, uh, oh, my little they, sister was watching these on good. TV. They all look like a little penis coming out of an uncut. Line them up. As, they look oh. like an uncut little, little chode. They do, don't they? Line what are these creatures supposed to be? I cannot Uber. possibly tell you. <laughs> They're Let me just check the out the, boob, the booba wiki. Yeah, if, if you could, that'd be ideal. They're always flying about the place, and I think it would be good to really just like cold shot as they're coming towards you. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the boobas, the central characters of mm-hmm. booba, are a group of atoms of energy. Oh. Oh, and they sleep in charging pods, I can see there. Yeah. Do you haven't have cool, a list awesome. of their names? I do, in fact. Um, oh, the boobas are furry atoms of energy, power, and light, according to yes. booba.fandom.com. Oh, booba fandom, okay. Mm-hmm. Upon Dot waking fandom. up from a slumber inside their ladle-like pods in the magical, luminous booball... The mm. colourful, energetic boobars come to life dancing and flying away in the massive, colourful boo zone. They enjoy to do many sorts of physical activity like jumping, bumping, <laughs> shaking, spinning, falling, bouncing and flying and are powered by the laughter of children playing with them. I don't care for that at yeah, all. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a lot going on with that. <clears throat> so uh, each names- boobar is a different colour and has its own <laughs> unique name. Which yep. are the only ways to tell each one apart. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, its front side is a bright shade of its base color, while its back side is a darker shade of the same color. 
That's true. There of are my five boobas. Well. Humba, Zumba, <laughs> Zing Zing Zingba, yeah. Jumba, and Jingba. Now, I'm not going to name names here. I'm not going to single anyone out. I feel like someone mm. in there getting a little too big for their britches. Yep. Yeah, it feels like he's really yep. pushing. Bit much. Bit much. How many syllables do you need, you big orange showboat? Save zing, some syllables zing, for the zing, rest bah. of us. <laughs> um, yeah, so any of the boobas, uh, easily take them out, no worries. Diddy, Dick, and Dom from Dick and Dom into Bungalow. Come I, the fuck <laughs> on. So... <laughs> So what this was was a comedy duo Dick and Dom um, putting their heads through a black cloth with a tiny body attached to it um, and doing physical comedy within the confines of a cupboard in the eponymous uh, bungalow. Dick, um, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm just reading Dick, the, yes, the, the, the legitimate, the legitimate uh, Diddy, title Dick of this and show. Dom. Come on. Yes, go oh, ahead. So, so, Sorry, is this Come different on. to Dick and Dom in Da Bungalow? Yeah, Dick and Dom in Da Bungalow is, is the parent show, but there was a segment that featured the characters Diddy, Dick and Dom. This is uh, deeply Diddy, unpleasant Diddy. to look at. This is sort of like uh, if a, a Punch and Judy show was real-life people from an open mic night. Yes. I'm also slightly upset by the fact that... Uh, Dick and Dom, when I saw a picture of these two, I was already like, you are too old to be on a kid's show. Mm. Uh, and then I saw a picture of Diddy. Motherfucker's 50. Like, his... These, uh, these cre- yeah, so they, they, they live within this cupboard, and you just open up the cupboard and they do bits at you, and I think it would be good to just open that up and absolutely go to town. Just uh, ramming that pipe in there. A pair of brass knuckles or something, just like <laughs> I, uh, they've got a real Hamish and Andy energy, these Yeah, two. they do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they wouldn't be ready for it as well. Because you'd open up the cupboard and they'd be ready to perform and then, you know. Yeah, they would start to go justice. into their, like, song immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Bill and Ben, the flower pot men. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck fuck yep, they gotta fuck go. Imagine Get them out of here. flower pot. Woo. Nice and easy. Shutters. Uh, the last two, these aren't unique. You won't have to Google either of these guys. But obviously, Snarf from Thundercats uh, can, yeah. can just absolutely go. Snarf. Um, oh, Snarf, Snarf, stop hitting me with that lead pipe. <laughs> no, your bloodline is over, my friend. You have been driven beneath my heel. There is no future for you in this place. Salting the um, earth that he's buried in. And uh, finally... I'd say Mr. Blobby, but I genuinely am concerned that I wouldn't be able to defeat Mr. Blobby in hand-to-hand <laughs> no, combat. I, yeah, I think Mr. Blobby might actually uh, absorb all kinetic energy in a way that would make it impossible to mm. injure Mr. Blobby. I think he is a vessel from hell. Do you think he's like? He um, do you think he's like Black Panther, where he can absorb kinetic energy and and direct it outwards, Ben? Is that one of Black Panther's abilities? Uh, that is yeah. indeed one of Black Panther's abilities. That is, that is why I did not care for the movie. <laughs> kind of sucks. <laughs> well, they were just like, uh, check out this dude's suit. He is basically invincible. I went, oh, okay. Mr. Blobby is just so... I'm just looking at pictures of him. It makes it upsetting. It's really I, cursed. Like, people have to know. Like, the people that design He's these things... Hell. Is it because they don't have enough distance from their own creations that they're so absorbed in the work of it they can't have an objective look at it and be like, oh, this is a 
this is a nightmare. Well, the yeah. thing the thing about Mr. Blobby is that he wasn't actually uh, a children's TV show character. He was from uh, Noel Edmonds' house party, where they had like a bit where they would trick celebrity guests into thinking that they were appearing on a kids' TV show. Right. Mm. Only okay. to have Mr. Blobby uh, just sort of fuck with the environment in various ways. Oh, that makes more sense. I do yeah. like that clip of him just walking on stage and crashing into things. That's a good time. <laughs> It's good, yeah. I've found case. an image here where it looks like he's getting hit by a car, which is quite satisfying to behold. It's it's a good a bit for exactly like 30 to 40 seconds, but it's been going for like 30 years. It's fucking floppy. Are there still the people to trick? No. No, they've mm. had to change tack after the, the first series came out, but it's... Um... Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, like the Borat sequel. You know? Yeah, now at this point, he walks out on stage and everyone just points at him and goes, That's Mr. Blobby! Hey! <laughs> and then, like, that's the humor value. Um, mm. And he pushes someone over or something. Uh, in fairness, so death that is, to that man. That is most of Western culture at this point. Yeah. That is to point at a thing and say, Hey, I remember yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I remember you. Imagine being Mr. Blobby. You'd never pay for a pint in your life, you know? <laughs> my uh, my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> My not because said like anyone's getting them for him, but he is just stealing. Them. <laughs> oh yeah, and also He's no one would let you into a pub. <laughs> Try to stop You'd him. You'd get murdered. <laughs> um, I was I was talking to my neighbour the mm. other day, and he said, "Oh, have you seen the new Spider-Man?" And I said, "Yes." And he said, "It was great, wasn't it?" And I said, "Sure." Uh, and. <laughs> And I said, it, do it does make me wonder, though, like, if you, if you are not, say, my age, will you appreciate when a uh, 50-year-old Spider-Man from the year 2000 appears in the film? Uh, like I said, is that, uh, do kids, are kids enjoying that when they say, oh, there's some other Spider-Mans, and they sh then they show you Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and he was I mean like, you imagine like, a single ten-year-old being like, "Oh my God, it's Toby Maguire!" It's Toby Maguire <laughs> from Pleasantville, you know. Um, but yeah, and then my neighbor goes, "Yeah, but uh, who's buying the tickets?" You know. And I went, "Oh God!" And that God, bummed me right. out. That bummed me out heaps. I yeah, no, anyway. I have not seen a single Marvel film since Endgame because I'm I'm sick of it, I'm done of it. I will see Thor, um, because Taika Waititi's doing another gay Thor movie and I'm like, all right, for fuck's sake, fine. <laughs> Got my money, you beautiful Kiwi. Yeah. You'll be out I'm there. Like, I'm on that same diet. I, I took myself into Endgame and I was like, all right, I've got to see this through. And this will be the last of these movies. It's been heaps. It's been heaps since, but I'm only it's I'm going to so see many. that Love and Thunder, and even if it's only half as good as Ragnarok was, I'll be like, all right. Well, that's I will, a movie, baby. I will very happily confirm for both of you. I have huh. I have watched just out of some terrible misplaced uh, completism. I have watched the subsequent like post Endgame movies, and boy oh boy, does it really feel like that. That that was the end of that sequence yeah. of films, you know. <laughs> I saw I saw the uh, I saw the Scarlett Johansson Black Widow movie, and I went, huh. And then I saw the uh, the uh, Shang Chi movie, and I went, mm -hmm. huh. 
you guys are just going to keep doing these, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's this forever until they stop making money. There's no, like, end date. Yeah, that's going to be a while, because there's oh, a lot yeah. of things that they will not stop making, you know? Hmm. It's cool. Now, I wonder, Ben. Yeah. Since we've been on such a wonderful ride, do you think we can go a little further down the road in an installation of the long running? Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <clears throat> in an installation of the long running and beloved segment, Car Watch. Yeah. I think it's okay. <laughs> question. Yeah, he sort of I mean, hit I, that before. Yeah. There was a, a chance for you to answer that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a Car sort of watch. ask forgiveness, not permission scenario. There goes a car. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking absolutely yeah. right. Sound like You're a goddamn car. goddamn right. Can't yeah. argue with that. Uh, this comes to us from the legendary publication stuff.co.nz. <laughs> it is one of New oh. Zealand's premium oh, you're, news You're a big fan, fans. Devin. You're a big fan. That's one, of, that's one of New Zealand's publications, I would say. It is. Oh. If I had to. It's where they all get all their guess. news from. Oh. Oh. Lucy, can you do a New Zealand accent? Can I do a New Zealand accent? Yeah. To, do you want to read something? No. There's no quotes in here. <laughs> well, I was going to do one. Then I was like, can, anyone, can anyone else do one? Can anyone oh, else I do cannot. One? I have no yeah. accents I can do. Damn. Well, you know, when you want to know when the first season of Amazon's Lord of the Rings series is coming out, you head straight to stuff.co.nz. <laughs> No one has yet come forward to claim New Plymouth Airport's abandoned Suzuki Swift, but car dealers <laughs> say the owner could well be a young woman. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. I'm listening. You got my attention. Airport staff are calling for the registered owner of a 2018 blue Suzuki Swift license plate LMP788 to come forward. Or risk it being towed from the spot it has called home since March 2020. <laughs> they, got, they have That's got so fucking good. nothing to do over there. <laughs> this could belong to a lady. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Nation, like a lady car. <laughs> Nation gripped by dusty Suzuki Swift. Oh, my God. It's so cool that they are like... Publishing a news story that is the equivalent of someone at the wedding saying, uh, the owner of a 2018 Suzuki Swift. Could you please come get your car? Your lights are on. New Plymouth Airport Chief Executive David Scott said they've had no responses so far, but it's early days. We're only two years into the search. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, how many women can there be? <coughs> We've done oh, yeah. a bit of research, but it's all been a bit difficult. <laughs> Actually done a lot over the last year or so. The owner's trail is gone dead. I am so... What the fuck sorry is that? Sorry to all of our beautiful listeners from Aotearoa, New Zealand. Uh, I, oh. I wish you... Uh, please don't hold this against us. We're, we're nice really people. Oh, my God. 
It was like a, that was like a British person who moved to the Netherlands uh, oh, when they were perfect. like tw- no, I think eighteen. Perfect. <laughs> I think at times you nailed individual syllables. Yeah, that was definitely I moments. That. That. I just sounded perfect to me. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the owner will see the story and come forward. When or if they do, Greg. Ozzie Davis of New Plymouth's Wholesale District Importers Car Yard said the typical owner of a Suzuki Swift was a young woman. I'm Googling <laughs> Suzuki Swift. I need to know That's if this is... That's just on this car. Are you not hey. familiar with the Suzuki Swift? I don't know car models. I don't know how to drive a car. So we just do. Uh, you'll know the Suzuki Swift when you see it. No, uh, that's, beautiful that's, car. That's a car for chicks. Oh, well, it's a car. Would, you know, I don't know what a... You know... No, this is a car for dames. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Classically, you know, uh, most Suzuki Swift owners that I've known have been women. Mm-hmm. It's a broad wagon. What's the mm. What's the name of the the little the little Suzuki four wheel drive? Not the Jimny. The Vitara. No. I'm. T- that's gonna be- a Sierra, maybe. It's maybe the Vitara. Sierra. It's the Suzuki Vitara. That's, that sounds made no, up. I don't think it is. I think it was Sierra. I'm just trying to remember because I used to live with a young woman who drove a, a Suzuki, but it wasn't a Swift. It was a, a little, mm. the little, um, the little like soft top Sierras. And in the apartment complex we lived in, someone would get into the secure underground parking and slash the, the plastic open with a Stanley knife, uh, like once a fortnight. To get to the delicious burnt CDs inside. <laughs> it's like, it has buttons. One, yeah. It has buttons and a zip. You can just jump in, you know? Anyway. <clears throat> Generally a younger person. No, don't even try, please. <laughs> can we just... no, yeah, go on, go on, go on. You started. Generally a younger Pearson. Nope. Sengel. Nope. What? Not a. <laughs> Say not it again. A, not a family, because they're not set up good? very well for boot size. They don't have a great boot, he said. Oh, I want to be on the flight of the Concord. So one. upsetting. <laughs> you can probably just slice this segment off the end of the episode if you want it. Be a good I, hour. I don't want to get into heady marketing technology, but I believe New oh. Zealand is one of our key markets, and you're deeply upsetting the people oh, of that beautiful country. They'll enjoy it. They'll enjoy no, they're not even in our top twenty. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no, mine, mine is just America. Britain is not even, like, number one in my fucking yeah, British I think, I show like about Britain, British Britain's things. maybe, like, number three for us. It's number three for us, yeah. We're, we're US Disgusting. number one, Australia number two, UK number three. Mm. And that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, Davis said he had sold many of the cars, and there were thousands in the country. Oh, New Zealand is so cute. Such a good... Daryl McDonald, quote. owner of New Plymouth's amber and black quality cars, claimed he had looked into the abandoned car and had found it had money owing to it. Money owing on it, not to it. The car the car is not collecting debts, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It was a shame no one had looked into it earlier, he said, because something bad could have happened to the owner. Like Davis, oh, no. he said the cars were especially popular with women. Who were usually either young or elderly. Well, that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great deal of women. Yeah, women are generally an, an age. <laughs> Typically. Yeah. Nine out of ten times a woman will be some years old. Uh, you quote, never ask him it, though. I'll tell you that for yeah, free. No, no. 
Don't do it. They've got one, but do not try to ascertain it. Do not try to divine that number. Uh, quote, but not just women. I'd drive one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm>, uh, <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> it's it's no literally. Story. I so <laughs> I saw the headline of this story when I was doing my usual news perusal, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, so they've identified a specific young woman who might own this car." And then literally, the article is just two guys being like, "Yeah, chicks drive this car generally," <laughs> and that's a news story. <laughs> Yeah, my wife knows I drive a Suzuki Swift, but she's understanding about it, you know. Incredible. That's so good, man. (laughs) In the two years the car has sat at New Plymouth Airport, it has clocked up $7,810 in parking fees. I don't think it's worth getting that car back. Yeah, no. In my opinion. It's someone else's car now. No worries. At some point, you've got to cut your losses, you know. How have they not towed away a car that has been in an airport for two years? Right? It's wild. They just Are there so few people in New Zealand that there's just lots of parking going at the airport and they don't really mind? Oh, we could be collecting those parking fees. The car appears to be in good physical shape from the outside. They sent a reporter out there to press their nose up to the glass. <laughs> yeah, seems okay. <laughs> With little obvious evidence that it had been parked for more than two years. However, it is unlikely it could be driven away as the battery would be dead. Really padding the word count on this story. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is incredible as like a display of just, I need words for this fucking story. And it, even just to do. begin with, I need a story. There's a car over there. All right, beautiful. Chicks drive this. It would not be possible for it to have a current warrant of fitness. I think we should just start assigning those to good-looking people. (laughs) It's a thing they could give out in Britain. Oh, I'm assuming you with a warrant of fitness, love. (laughs) Oh, Uh, cool, blimey, love. (laughs) You're under arrest. Your warrant is up to date. It would not be possible for it to have a current warrant of fitness and passenger cars are automatically deregistered if they are unlicensed for 12 months. Damn. Well, an ambiguous end to that story that contained (laughs) no information. Yeah. The car could belong to a woman... It's it some might even say it's likely. These several men say that it's likely. <laughs> oh boy. Women be owning Suzuki Swift. Now at this point we should note that uh in protest of the suggestion that it is mainly women that own Suzuki Swifts, Lucy has left the podcast. She sure has, yeah. She is gone. That's it. So it will be left to me and Ben to say goodbye and thank you to Devin. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hold on, we haven't said it yet, Ben. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Hey, goodbye. (laughs) Well, it sucked then. Fuck (laughs) Fuck this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, Devin, where can the delicious people of the internet find you? Oh, Jesus. Um, You can find me at Devin underscore on earth on twitter.com. I am... Got a podcast with Abigail Thorne from Philosophy Tube. 
and Alice Avazandam from Trash Future and Well There's Your Problem called Kill James Bond. You can find that basically anywhere. Um, and I'm also on the Trash Future streams GMT about 9 until 11 on Mondays and Thursdays. There you I think go. that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, shit. Oh. I also edit 10,000 oh. posts with Saint Kasvani, which you, you can also find wherever podcasts are stored. That's right. Thank uh, you. Oh, I feel like I've been on all of those podcasts. They're good podcasts. Mm. Yeah, chat about The Matrix. Where they own, uh, That's true. That's true. What's yeah, The Matrix all about, you know? It's about posting. That's right. If you ask Hussein, he will say, everything is posting. Ah, you ask Hussein anything, he'll... You know. <laughs> he'll he'll segue into into posting very smoothly. Posting. Well, that's it for us. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we'll see everybody next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.